following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Thursdays on the Huge Show across Michigan are brought to you by Josh Garvey and his team at Bean Garter. At the end of the year, they'll be merging with Dorn Mayhew from the east side of the state, and they'll be stronger together. They can help your business from retirement planning, payroll, audits, tax help, and more. Go to BeanGarter.com to find out about the merger and also how Bean Garter is stronger together with Dorn Mayhew. That is B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-E-R.com. Thursdays on the Huge Show across Michigan are presented by Josh Garvey and his team at Bean Garter. What's up, Michigan? It is hour number three on a Thursday presented by Bean Garter, soon to be Dorn Mayhew here at the end of the year, one of the world's top CPA accounting and business firms. Josh Garvey is a managing shareholder. He joins us every week along with Lomas Brown, former Lion, current member of the Lions radio broadcast crew with Dan Miller and TJ Lang. And we talk Lions, the NFC North, and the rest of the NFL. And Lomas, I was there uh, last Saturday night, man. That place was rocking. I wasn't sold on the Lions offense in the first quarter, but the defense start to finish delivered one of their best performances of the season. Yeah, huge. I can say that probably was probably our best performance of the year, team-wise. I thought we played great, like you say, especially on the defensive side of the ball. I thought they did everything they needed to do, including pressure on Russell Wilson, sacking Russell Wilson, uh, turnovers, uh, just everything you need to do to be a championship or a winning defense. We were able to do it. Our offense did enough uh, on the offensive side to put up points. Uh, Special teams was good. I I just thought that it was a complete game plan, and especially, like, with the noise, the chatter that was going around, and, you know, with the uneasy feeling that was going around. I thought that was a great way for those guys to answer any questions that were out there being asked. Josh, uh, your thoughts on the game. Uh, Lions played with desperation, passion, energy. They knew they needed uh, to show everybody they still were that same team. We watched open the year in Kansas City. What did you take from that win over the Broncos? I took uh, what a win. Uh, you had a good team there. We talked about Denver last week. They were they were on fire. They beat some good football teams. So this, this was a team that had good momentum. I, I took... Uh, Goff had a great game, no turnovers. Gibbs and uh, how about the rookies, right? How about the rookies, uh, Laporta and Gibbs? I mean, these guys look like they've been in the league five years or more. And so, what I took from it was was the team played complete on offense and defense from start to finish, and they dominated Denver. You know, Lomas, one thing about Laporta and Gibbs only being rookies, and even Jamo, who became wide receiver number two at least for uh, Saturday night, and that went over the Broncos at. The way he's playing right now, Gibbs, and the way he's played all year in Laporta, they're as good as any tight end or running back in the NFL right now. Absolutely. I mean, you, you're exactly right. I think scrimmage yards, uh, Jameer Gibbs is up there in the top, you know, in the top with the, the uh, guys in the league. And Sam Laporta, oh my goodness, I think it's only 
um, the, you know, just a one or two tight ends that are statistically uh, have better statistics than he, he does. And, you know, to what Josh said, the youth of these guys, that's what's so impressive to me because, like I always say, it's a learning curve in the NFL. I don't care who you are. And these guys, man, they seem to have uh, been playing at such a high level. They seem to be picking up little nuances of the game so quickly. That's what's so impressive to me about the way these guys have been performing. And the other big thing is, and people don't think this real is, you hit a rookie wall. It's a wall that you hit. I hit it. Most all rookies hit it because you haven't played this long. I haven't seen any effects from them. I, I really haven't seen any effects of these guys soon now. Maybe it might happen. Uh, maybe they were able to push through it, but it's just been amazing to watch them operate at, like you say, such a young age. Well, maybe these these weeks when the Lions just weren't playing well, and we could really go back to you know at the the first Chicago game that these rookies had practice, a chance to not get a lot of reps. You know, even JMO really is like a rookie, if that early in a rookie year. And they have just stepped up. Uh, you look at that draft last year and how, in the end, it could have saved the season as the Lions are went away from being NFC North champions, Josh. And uh, Gibbs with his speed, his cutback ability, I do like it when they keep him outside the tackles. I don't like him uh, between the tackles, maybe late when opposing defensive units are tired. And then Laporta, you can see the confidence Goff throws the football when he's throwing to Laporta. The tight window, he can throw the fastball, and Laporta is just in the right spot. And he, he, he I mean, they will thread two defenders on Laporta, and Goff throws the ball differently to him. He really does. And Laporta just looks like a, like an NFL veteran. It's amazing to see him out there playing at the, at the level he is. And, and hey, how about uh, Gibbs, or excuse me, how about, um, JMO last week and the number of targets. We we went at him and we gave him the ball. We talked about it last week where we wanted to put the ball in his hands and uh I, I think uh I think Ben heard heard us because uh they, they targeted him a lot and tried to get him the ball. So our young guys have made such a difference um this year and it was fun to see against Denver. Lomas, you can still see that JMO is playing like a rookie. He's raw, his routes aren't precise, but man athleticism, him, Gibbs, what they bring to the table is basically rookies. This is why the Lions are where they are. That and when the offensive line is in front of golf and Gibbs and J-Mo. Yeah, we we have to be. If I'm a opposing defensive coordinator and I'm looking at playing our offense, it, it's a nightmare. It, it really is a nightmare if you think about it. Like you said, very good offensive line that can run block and pass block. I got Amarillo St. Brown, a guy I could just plug anywhere, and he's automatic to get me a first down. We already talked about how the rookies are playing. You know, you could talk about some of the other guys that have had the fill-in spots 
on that team. I'm still waiting, still waiting for them to utilize Josh Reynolds. I think he can be a big weapon for us. He's a guy that averages more per catch than any of our receivers. I think even more than J-Mo. But he's a guy that we don't hardly utilize, that he's out there that we can utilize. So it's so many weapons. So my point is, like I said, if I'm facing the Detroit Lions offense, you know, I'm, it's very few ways that I can see how you beat this team, and it's very few ways that I can see most defenses trying to match up with this team because of all the weapons that we have. Lomas Brown, former Lion member of the Lions Radio Network, joining us on a Bean Carter, soon to be Doran Mayhew Thursday broadcast. Josh Garvey is the managing shareholder at Bean Carter. He joins us every week when we talk Lions, NFC North, and the rest of the NFL. So the Lions take care of business, uh, put together, as Lomas said, one of their best games of the year. I will say the Vikings and Packers have been very accommodating to the Lions here over the last month, setting up a trip to Minneapolis where the Lions could win the NFC North. I think Mullins is going to be the QB. Minnesota isn't totally healthy. Their defense really has played well uh, this year, Josh. So what happens uh, Sunday, Christmas Eve in Minneapolis? I'll comment to your defense. Yeah, they've played some good defense. Um, they've got some guys over there that are that are very very good. Uh, they've also got some guys on offense that are very very good. In uh, Mullins at QB, you know you've seen him make some great throws, uh, and you've seen him make some really bad throws. Um, so I think Minnesota uh, still has some some holes there on offense. Um, the environment there, they're doing the whiteout night. I read the write up. They're going to do the whiteout night, and they're trying to pump that up over in Minnesota, trying to get the crowd involved, but. I think Detroit is going to go in there and continue that momentum from last week. Our guys look healthy. Our offense and defense looks balanced. Uh, I think they're going to go into Minnesota and get the win. I do think it'll be close, but I do think that they can go in there and get it done. You know, Lomas, one thing, if you're the Vikings, even with a month where you're saying if we had Cousins, we might be playing the Lions to win the NFC North on the other end on Sunday uh, but they do have the Lions twice on the schedule. They get the Packers at home. They're thinking win three in a row, and the Vikings can go to the playoffs. Uh, you know they're thinking that way. Not only can they go to the playoffs, but they can spoil Detroit dreams. They're on the way to going to the playoffs. So you're right. They're absolutely thinking that way. That's the way we used to think. So Detroit has a target on this back. And like I say, we have to play on our souls two out of these last three weeks. So it's going to be a challenge. But I just think this Lion team, they seem to have stepped up to all the challenges this year. They really have been. Um, and they stepped up when things, a lot of things have been on the line. It's a lot on the line, I think, this weekend. I don't think you want to wait and, you know, say lose to a Minnesota, then have to beat them the last game of the season. You don't want to have to go that route. I think these guys are hungry. I think Dan's going to have them ready. And I think it's going to be a tough game. And I do think Minnesota's going to come out with some different things. I wouldn't be shocked to see Joshua Dobbs in some packages because they know how, how, how tough of a time we have 
with mobile quarterbacks. So I wouldn't be shocked if he gets some playing time. Um, I think they're going to do everything they can to try to beat us at home. Uh, but I do think the Lions will prevail in the end. Josh, uh, what's your gut on this Minnesota game? Uh, Vikings are going to treat it like it's the end of the season. They're probably going to try and bring that same energy in Minneapolis that the Lions fans had, the team. Uh, I, I really believe this game and the following week at Dallas will tell me if the Lions are primed to make a playoff run. I still like the Lions because of a lack of offense on the Vikings side, uh, but the concern is real. The concern is real. Vikings have some guys that can make plays. Justin Jefferson, Josh Metellus on the defensive side. They've got a good running back. I, I do think it's going to be a very tight game. The, the line says three, three and a half. Um, I, I think that this could be a really close game. I do think Detroit, the momentum from last week, I do think will carry forward. I think our guys are hungry as ever, and I think that they're uh, excited as they look down the stretch and realize that they can take the North for the first time in, 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 in what, like 30 years. So they're excited. Yeah. Um, I think our guys are going to bring a same, a same or similar energy to Minnesota when they're playing for, for dear life, their backs are up against the wall. I think that our guys are going to bring the same energy. Yeah. Lomas, uh, what do you feel about uh, the game on Sunday with the Vikings? Yeah, it's going to be a tough game atmosphere. I think the Vikings, the fans are going to be ready. They're going to bring the atmosphere. I think, like he, uh, Josh said, they they got a nice – their offensive line is starting to play very good. I like this uh, running back. Uh, God, I'm drawing a blank on his name. But uh, I've been watching him on film, and he, he looks really good back there. Again, I think they're going to have a couple of packages with Joshua Dobbs in there. Or, or if Mullins struggle, I don't think they'll be hesitant to put Josh Dobbs in there again because of some of the problems we've had with mobile quarterbacks. But it's all going to be predicated on our defense, I think. I think if our defense comes with the same attitude, the same energy, uh, the same type of pressure that they can put on quarterbacks and get quarterback sacks, if they could bring that same energy they did to Denver, I think we'll win them. I win the game. I think they'll force a couple of turnovers. It'll be close like Josh says. But I do think the Lions can come out with that, and that'll be what? The NFC North title for the first time in like 30-some-odd years. Man, that is crazy. 30-some-odd years since they won an NFC North title. So, Josh, when you look at the Lions right now, at home they've they've shown us, and even on the road against Kansas City probably, and Tampa, and even Green Bay the first game, okay, they could make a big playoff run. I, I really think what I said, this at Minnesota, at Dallas stretch, not only playing for the NFC North, but there's a shot at the two seed and even an outside shot at the one seed. And the NFL announced that the Patricia rule is in effect right now on seeding in the NFC that if Matt Patricia runs the Eagles defense into the ground the final four games and they lose all of them and the 49ers lose to the Ravens and collapse and the Lions win out, that the Lions will be the one seed, courtesy of Matt Patricia. You want the ultimate Christmas gift, Lomas? 
Man, he owes us. He owes us. <laughs> he owes a lot of people, man. He owes the Patriots. He owes – I mean, he made Nick Foles. Nick Foles probably still pays him monthly for the money he made him in that Super Bowl, ironically, in Minneapolis. That's right. <laughs> oh, my. So, what do you – What are, are, do you really believe last Saturday is a quasi-restart on a run through the playoffs – or are you still waiting to see what happens this weekend and next weekend in Minneapolis and Dallas? My gut tells me it's going to be a continuation of what we saw against the Denver Broncos. That doesn't sound like gut. That sounds like you're hoping the way you kind no, of said that. It's it's absolutely my gut. I you're think. like going, my gut, my gut. <laughs> Come on, my gut. Come on. No, I don't have to question my gut. Because ever, our guts so. as Lions fans have been very <laughs> instrumental throughout three decades of not winning the North because we've barfed watching some of these games. Or we've partied so much when they've won that we wake up the next morning not feeling well. <laughs> so a gut vibe is very important, Josh. So you, well, you, you think they, they are ready now, this is a restart, they've had their wall, month, whatever you want to call it. I, I do, and, and certainly trust my gut intuition here, but they, they, they have all the guys back. The health of, 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 of guys in the NFL is very important. We've had some key players who were out in some of those games or playing very injured and you see the offensive line back. You see Anzalone out there playing through a little bit of an injury. You see Montgomery healthy. You see Gibbs healthy. You see Goff healthy. So all the guys that you need that we talked about being the key players to making a run are there. And it seemed like that game last week, Denver was a good football team. That team had, had won six in a row. They're a good football team. So my gut tells me, these next three games, Detroit is going to have that same momentum carrying through at Minneapolis, at Dallas, and back at home to close out. I could see 3-0 and to close wow. the season. Yeah, man. 13-4. and four. I called 14-3. and three and, and then Matt Patricia, when the Lions have the Super Bowl parade, he's in the lead fire truck. <laughs> he's in the lead with his shorts on in February. <laughs> <laughs> hey, like we're gonna, we're gonna do it outside. I don't know if we could put them on the fire truck. Not that we, hey, you know what? Whoever has to get up and down Woodward, we'll work with uh, Patricia. I, I don't know how this guy Lomas. I'm not gonna. I know it's a holidays, and I gotta love everybody. But how Matt Patricia finds his way back into coordinator roles. He did it with Belichick. Right. It was horrible. The Eagles here. Right. I, 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 he, well, he must be a good interview because he got the Lions job, right? Hey, man, he's a talker. Now, I'm telling you, if you ever spent time around him outside of the, you know, I mean, you would be impressed with the guy. Every time I talk with him outside of football, it was great. It was great talking to him. I don't know what happens when he walks in the locker room. Does everything change? But I know outside the locker room, never had a problem. I never had a bad conversation with the guy. So maybe he just slips his demeanor when he goes inside the locker room. But, oh, my goodness. Yeah, I, I had that. I had those issues probably 16 to 30 where I talked to a woman and she sounded like the greatest woman on earth. And then I went out on a date and I kept my car running. So <laughs> I just, uh, again, you know, I, I think once you get a resume in the NFL 
as a coordinator or a head coach, you get a second or third chance. I really think, Lomas, that's that's what's happened with Patricia. Well, we've always seen that, Hugh. Just nothing different about the right. NFL. They recycle coaches. Mm. They, they would do that in a heartbeat. So you're right. Yeah, I think Harbaugh, if, if offered, Josh, uh, I know you're in – Michigan football fan, I think if offered, Harbaugh's going to take that Chargers job. And there's talk today from Bleacher Report that there's interest on the Chargers side. He hasn't signed that contract or even talked about it. I think with what he's been through and the newest stuff with the NCAA yesterday, I think Jim Harbaugh, if offered, will be the head coach of the Chargers next year because they have Bosa, they have Herbert, they have Eckler, they have a great O-line, they have receivers. They real And Kansas City's moving the other way. You're not sure if Denver, you know, if Russell Wilson's going to keep going. Raiders are going through changes. So you're in a division where quickly you could be 11-5, and five, you know, 10-7, and seven, win it, or be a playoff team. Can't say I disagree, and, and Jim would be stepping into a very comfortable quarterback position there with, with Herbert and a winning football team, a playoff team a year ago. I can't say I disagree. Sad to say, I, I don't want him to leave Michigan football, but I, I, I can't say I disagree. Lomas, uh, the NFL, because I'm, I'm looking at quality coaches, Belichick's name's out there, but I, I think he's a little bit old school, and someone like Washington – might take him. I don't think San Diego's desperate. I don't think he's going to fit out in California. Where's where's a good fit for Belichick? Is it Washington maybe and replace Rivera? Yeah, I would love that. I would yeah. love that for him. Like I heard someone say he's more of a he, you know that that division type of guy going up against the Giants and right. Philly and those guys. So I think that would be a great great fit for him and. The other thing, I'll go back to the Jim Harbaugh thing. I think maybe the good thing, Josh, is maybe y'all found your next head coach. I mean, I the interim coach, Sharon, I, I, I mean, I thought he did a yeah. great job. I agree. You know, filling in. So maybe maybe you guys have the next coach if Harbaugh moves on. No, he already showed it with the three games to end it at Penn State, at Maryland, Ohio State. I think Sharon Moore is a building coach where – even if Harbaugh leaves, even if a J.J. McCarthy would stay, they know they watched what Moore did in a real heated three-game stretch on and off the field. He really showed himself there. He uh, he coached well. He was passionate in those interviews. You could see his love for those guys on the Michigan team. He was so passionate. Um, he he was he he did an amazing job. He really did down the stretch uh, against those three teams, especially Ohio State at home. He did a fantastic job. So you're right, Lomas. I I think we have a built-in amazing candidate right there. You're right. I agree. Boy, you you guys just are you guys are a match made in heaven. You just agree with each other. You're right, Josh. I never hear Loma say, you're right, Bill. I never hear Josh say, you're right, Bill. I never hear Superfly say, you're right, Bill. Matter of fact, I might, I might between my kids, my family, my 32-plus years doing a talk show, how many times have I heard, you're right, Bill? <laughs> Sorry about that. Thank you. I, I, don't, I, I don't take it personal. Wait, you're right. You're right, Bill. No. <laughs> I, I care who signs the checks and they, and they got the right number. That's what I care about. All right, so Lomas, uh, you're there with Dan and TJ and around the Lions. Is this a team? Because, again, there's mathematical 
possibilities where they could get the one seed. I still think it's going to be the Niners, but the two seed isn't crazy if they beat Minnesota and go in at Dallas. Are they primed? Are they healthy enough for a deep playoff run? Oh, yeah, I think so. I I think they are. Uh, We're a young team. Uh, So, again, I don't think getting tired will be a problem uh, like some of the older teams have faced. Uh, I think we're built for the playoffs, meaning with our offensive line and our run game, we're built to go on the road. We're built for bad weather. Um, you know, we are. I think I think the key is going to be our quarterback, to be honest with you, Jared Goff, how he plays, you know, down the stretch. I think we have everything else. I think we're a team that if we got into a shootout, we could get ahead enough even if our defense struggles, I think we should be able to put up points the rest of this year. So, like I say, we're built for the playoffs. We're built for the road. So, yes, we can make a run in the playoffs, Bill. And with a win. You're right, Bill. Yeah. No, thank right. you. Thank you, Lomas. <laughs> Merry Christmas to you, too. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Yeah, Merry. Lomas goes, you know what? I figured out a very economical way to give Christmas gifts out. Just tell people they're right. You're right, honey. You're right. You're right, Dan. And they're like, Lomas didn't give me anything. Yeah, I did. I told you you're right publicly. <laughs> so, with a win Sunday, they win the NFC North, and they get that home playoff game which would be the first in Ford Field history, and there still is that that opportunity for a Stafford versus the Lions playoff game in Detroit, which I was trying to think. You know, there's been the Avs, Wings, there's been Tigers, some you know like World Series things. Uh, I, if Stafford is on the other side coming down the tunnel, in Detroit, I'm not saying that the franchises have ever played. And there's been old school bad boys, new school bad boys, right, with Shaq, Kobe, and the Lakers. But just the storyline on that, Lomas, might be the biggest game ever for the Lions. And I'm talking hype. You know what? One word, it would be epic. Yes. It would be epic. Yes, it would. Man, that would be mm. on TV. The, the uh, stations would eat that up. The storylines, just, oh, my gosh, man. Either way, either way it goes, the storylines that can be written behind that, it would be epic, and it would be well-deserved for D- Detroit, the long-suffering we've done. That would be well-deserved for us to go in there and play against Stafford and beat Matthew Stafford. Wow. Josh, could you imagine if Stafford came to Detroit in the first playoff game ever and beat Goff and the Lions? That would be a punch right oh, in the no. gut. I mean, wow. That would be- and for Goff to get beat by Stafford – at home. I, I really wonder oh. how golf would handle this, right? Rams fan, Rams fans are feeling this a little bit, too. Let's put the shoe on their foot. Yeah, but I think they're kind of on the downside. This could be the final year for McVay and Stafford. Could be, but they liked golf. Golf took them to a Super Bowl, right? So I think uh, I think they're feeling a little bit of that, but you're right. They, they, are, they have a resurgence to them, and Stafford rolling down with uh, you know his wife all over uh, the social networks a week before would just really set the game up to be epic, as Lomas Brown just said. <laughs> Without question. I, I, I'm, I'm really. I, although there's a part of me I'd rather have Minnesota again 
with no quarterback, to be honest. I, I get the yeah. epic matchup, yeah. Yeah. but I want a game they can win. I'm with you. Where then, with you. then you hope, okay, your hope was that you wanted the Eagles to win that and have the Cowboys be a road team, but then I've watched the way they played at Buffalo, the way they played at Philly, and the way they played at San Francisco, and it's amazing how different they look home and away. And it's kind of like the Lions a little yeah. bit that scares me when you look at Chicago, when you look at Baltimore, right? You know, I, the more home games you can get, so I'm, I'm hoping you get that upset where the Lions might get two playoff games at home and then have to go to San Francisco for the NFC Championship. God, it's awesome just to talk wow. about that, isn't it? I, I know. That is awesome, and you're right. That would be the perfect scenario. Oh, twice. And I totally agree with you on the Minnesota thing. That's three, three times. I would rather face them than to face Matthew. Oh, yeah. my God. I got I to gotta do some karaoke tonight, holiday karaoke once. Twice, three times from Lomas. Lomas, stop giving him this, will you? <laughs> I got to get the karaoke bar after the show tonight. What do you want to do? Can you do? Uh, can I do the Commodores uh, once, twice, three times a uh, lady? But I'm going to use Lomas instead of lady. All right, Lomas. Oh my God. Lomas, you got to stop. You're pumping his head up. Enjoy over here. the trip to Minneapolis, okay? I'm John. I will. Guys. Right. Merry Christmas, Lomas. Merry Christmas, my man. And that's a uh, okay. Well, I said Merry Christmas. I think he hung up. He hung up on you. Well, he, he hung up on. Me. He told you you were right three times. Three that times and hung up and said, I, "My life's over." I mean, I, my 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 broadcasting career is done. I just told Huge three times in five minutes. That's all you got. He's probably saying that guy's a needy sob. <laughs> all right, Josh. Uh, Merry Christmas to you. Merry Christmas oh, to you. Thank you. He didn't hit a dial tone. No, wait a minute. You're in studio. I can't. I yeah, can't. Just enjoy hang up it. On Good you. stuff as always. And uh, we'll talk next week. Maybe as the Lions as NFC North champs are ready for that first ever home playoff game at Ford Field. I love the sounds of that. All thank right, you. Josh Garvey. He is the managing shareholder for Bean Garter, soon to be Dorn Mayhew officially. You'll see the Dorn Mayhew new sign right there on the S curve when you're traveling through. Grand Rapids, one of the world's top CPA accounting and business firms. Their worldwide headquarters is in Troy on the east side of Detroit. From Grand Rapids to Detroit, this show is huge. It's time to go in the huddle. It's a new day to celebrate and be free. It's a new day full of action and excitement because it's a new day for winning only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. It's a new day. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com. The bowl season has officially begun in college football with seven games this past weekend and four games throughout this week. It all feels a little empty, though, doesn't it? With the NFL, NHL, NBA, and college hoops in full swing, it feels as if we're all just waiting for the college football playoff to begin. This, perhaps, may be another real positive in the expanded playoff field. We could jump from conference championship games directly into the postseason, and that should help keep the energy and the buzz around the sport alive during this always incredible awkward time between the conclusion of the regular season and the beginning of the New Year's Six. Hopefully by then we're still focused on more of the on-the-field action than off-the-field because the transfer portal has gone absolutely insane, and I think we all just want to see the games being played. 
He would cheer for my friends from Coppercraft Distillery. Now they're a Michigan-based company, and they have a message for anybody 21 and up. You're going to want to get hooked up with this Honolulu Blue, a premium can cocktail. Vodka, blue raspberry lemonade. This special limited edition can cocktail is available at local stores, pubs, and restaurants. And when you're cheering on our favorite pro football team, TDs, tailgates, and more, make sure you grab a Honolulu Blue from Coppercraft Distillery. Welcome to the Drew World Order. Drew Hill, Friday, January 26th at Soaring Eagle Casino. There's a party on this hill. Same show, the soulful bad boy of R&B. Genuine. Ride the pony for a two-stepping good time. Tickets start at $45 and are on sale now at the box office or online at etix.com. Genuine. Drew Hill. Friday, January 26th at Sorry Evil Casino. Salt and Pepper, Tom and Jerry, Rhythm and Blues. Some things just always go together, like driving and seatbelts. The Michigan Association of Chiefs of Police knows that seatbelts save lives. We know how easy it is to buckle up every single time. We know how important seatbelts are for everyone because we see what happens when people don't wear seatbelts. Driving and seatbelts. You just can't have one without the other. Where are you watching the Michigan-Alabama game on New Year's Day? Where you can join the huge show at Celebration Cinema North in Grand Rapids and other Celebration Cinema locations will be showing the game. For more info, go to CelebrationCinema.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We are back in the huge show across Michigan. Thursday broadcast presented by Josh Garvey and his team at Bean Garter, soon to be Dorn Mayhew at the end of the month. Love that conversation every week with Josh and Lomas when it comes to the Lions, NFC North, and the NFL. Speaking of the NFL, our Honolulu Blue Friday live road show will be tomorrow, 3 until 6, at the Copper Craft Distillery on 120th in Holland with our affiliate WHTC. I'll be broadcasting live. You can come out and get a pour on any of their spirits, Honolulu Blue, and more. And we'll be talking about the Lions and the Vikings. So the huge show is on the road again tomorrow, 3 until 6, inside Coppercraft Distillery, which is open to the public. we got a tasting room there on 120th in Holland and also... Uh, down in Saugatuck, and Honolulu Blue is at Blue Raspberry Lemonade and Vodka, the Honolulu Blue and Silver Can. It's available now. You can look for it in Meyer stores right there, center aisle, back by the Spirits. And then Coppercraft has so much more beyond Honolulu Blue, and we'll talk about that. And also a partnership they're developing with Folds of Honor. That They started that before we started ours, And then we both said, wait a minute, Folds of Honor is close to both of our hearts, brands. That's awesome. I sent Lieutenant Colonel Dan Rooney a note about that, and he's like, that is so cool. Merry Christmas. So tomorrow, Friday, 3 until 6, the huge show is live at the Coppercraft Distillery on 120th in Holland. Public is invited. Get out there, get a pour, get some spirits for your holiday parties 
I look forward to my live broadcast in Holland at the Coppercraft Distillery tomorrow, 3 until 6. Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Hi, I'm Casey. I don't just work at Meyer, I shop there. Get a $15 coupon like I did when you spend $150 or more this week in store. Print it at checkout, start redeeming next week. And get Meyer Spiral Sliced Ham for $0.80 cents per pound with M-Perks. Discount automatically applied when you enter your M-Perks ID. Limit four. Plus potatoes, green beans, rolls, and more. Then save even more with M-Perks with the dollar off per gallon of gas. Get the same low prices, big deals, and great quality in-store and online at Meyer. Exclusions apply. See all deals in the Meyer app. Huge here for Urban U. They are Michigan's favorite med spa locations throughout West Michigan and also on the east side of the state in Northville. And this is for any guy listening right now or lady. If you want the perfect holiday gift for somebody you care about, you need to think about the holiday specials happening at theurbanu.com. That's theurbanu.com. And for the holidays, Urban U is offering holiday tiers. Until December 30th through the end of the year, purchasing a holiday tier is the perfect way to treat yourself or that person in your life that you care about or your family. And you get your holiday gift shopping done quick at theurbanu.com. And what are holiday tiers? Holiday tiers are the best way to get rewarded big time for investing in your health, wellness, and beauty services. Simple and easy. If you want to take care of everything for the holidays, go to theurbanu.com. Mercantile Bank is committed to delivering financial solutions that empower businesses to achieve their goals. We take time to understand you and what makes your business unique. From commercial and business banking to treasury and HCM tools, our local team is here to help you take your business to the next level. So when you need a financial partner, Merck is here. To learn more, visit us online at MerckBank.com business. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. Bill Simonson here for my good friend Josh Garvey. Now, he is a managing shareholder at Bean Garter, soon to be Dorn Mayhew at the end of the year. And with the merger, there is growth and a chance for you to fill an executive or other high-level finance-related roles, either at Bean Garter here in downtown Grand Rapids or over at the Dorn Mayhew World Headquarters in Troy or at any of their offices across the country and around the world. They have a national specialized talent pool with ideal candidates for long-term placement, ongoing support for post-placement success. So if you're looking for that next chapter in your professional career, talk to Josh Garvey and the team at Bean Garter. Easiest way, you can call Bean Garter, ask for Josh Garvey. Or go to their website, B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-R.com. Or look for Bean Garter, soon to be Dorn Mayhew, on Facebook and on Twitter. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. It's time for another Moving Ferris Forward interview each and every week on The Huge Show across Michigan. We talk about leaders connected to Ferris State University that are moving people, degrees, teams, and departments forward. And today, Kevin D'Alessandro is the Director of Northern Michigan Operations in Traverse City with Ferris State University. Uh, He joins us. And Kevin, my first thought when I saw Dave Murray... Uh, give me the background on you. I didn't know Ferris yeah. had a hub in Traverse City. 
Yeah, no, it's an like exciting, exciting time to be part of Fair State University. Um, right now, Fair State is kind of uh, in the midst of unveiling uh, these five hubs across the state of Michigan, uh, kind of the uh, idea and linchpin of our president, uh, Dr. Bill Pink, over at main campus in Big Rapids. And uh, I'm based in Traverse City, of course, so we're kind of the first hub that uh, is rolling out per se. And again, the four other hubs will be one in Flint and Grand Rapids and Kalamazoo and then Detroit as well. So a pretty exciting time to be part of the Fair State family. So Kevin D'Alessandro, who's with the Northern Michigan uh, Ferris Hub there in Traverse City, these hubs, what exactly do they mean to potential students or current students connected to Ferris State University? I believe one keyword is all about connectivity. And a second key word for me is going to be engagement. It's a way to connect our students um, statewide and online and across all five of our aforementioned regional hubs across the state of Michigan. Uh, it's a way to, you know, for me being based in Traverse City, I kind of cover a big area from, uh, you know, Ludington pretty much to Alpena and Sheboygan and Petoskey and back down to Traverse City. So it's really a way to connect to students who might not be able or have the opportunity to go to or attend classes down at the main campus in Big Rapids. Uh, and moreover, it's also another opportunity, that keyword of engagement, to engage students where I come to them, uh, you know, based out of our TC Hub location. Uh, so again, if they're unable even to get to Traverse City, then I'm going to meet them at their high school, at their career tech center, at another community college like Kirtland or Alpena or NCMC uh, or businesses and things like that as well. So it's a great way to uh, connect and engage our uh, future and prospective students here across not just up north and northern Michigan, but the state as a whole in general. Yeah, I love the idea with the hubs. I know Dr. Pink talked about that about a month ago yeah. here on a Moving Ferris Forward interview. Kevin DeLosandro, Director of Northern Michigan Operations in Traverse City, the hub there for Ferris State university so if someone's interested in taking classes going online and they live up there in northern michigan i know we have listeners on 104.7 and am 1340 charlevoix petoskey to the bridge 93.7 fm cadillac to traverse city they can just stop into the hub and see you guys Exactly, exactly. I mean, we can offer everything in the, in the business field uh, to master's degrees and our social work program and, you know, other degrees and programs online, hybrid, in-person, across the board here at the TC Hub. So it's definitely an exciting time, and it's a definitely a great way to kind of, again, reconnect and re-engage our students. And uh, as Dr. Pink kind of quotes, uh, it's a way for Fair State University to kind of uh, uh, be relevant and responsive uh, as an institution across the state. And be statewide and still have the footprint in Big Rapids, but now extended all across the state. Great move there. Joining us from the Ferris State University Hub in Traverse City, Kevin DeLosandro, Director of Northern Michigan Operations for Ferris State University. If you want to find out about the Traverse City Hub or all their hubs or the main campus, just go to ferris.edu. Kevin, Thank you for the conversation and your work in helping move Ferris forward. Yeah, you're more than welcome. It's been a, it's been a fun adventure so far. And as uh, Dr. Pink also quoted, uh, Ferris State, we want to become the disruptor and not always being disrupted per se. So it's a great, exciting time here at the university for sure. Yeah, moving Ferris forward, this truly fits. Kevin, enjoy the holidays. 
You as well. Thank you so much, and have a great day. Yeah, back at you, Kevin DeLisandro from the Ferris State University Hub in Traverse City, Director of Northern Michigan Operations. Dave Murray uh, did give me this note, too, that he asked me to put in at the end of our Moving Ferris Forward interview. I don't know. I've seen the story, I think, nationally and locally. How about this? A student, a mother, took her 10-day-old baby to her graduation ceremony. She had been working so hard trying to get her degree to set up life for the child that wasn't born, and now the baby was 10 days old, and she wasn't going to miss commencement where Dr. Pink was the featured speaker at Ferris State University. Dave Murray told me what's extra special is that this mom used Ferris's new student success hub to help her take classes around her home, work, and child responsibilities. That's how Dr. Bill Pink, the president, and people like Kevin D'Alessandro, and even that mom that had that baby close to her, celebrating a milestone in her life, getting that Ferris State University degree. You can find out more about how Dr. Pink and all these leaders are moving Ferris forward and how it could change your life. Go to ferris.edu. Big. Bad. Huge.